Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Don't forget, you can follow her on Facebook at The Greyhound Girl. Hi, everyone. On this episode of the podcast, I catch up with New South Wales participant and a true jack of all trades, Dennis Barnes, who took out last Saturday evening's Group 1 Peter Mossman Opal final with Nengar Lucy, who speared the lids from Box 3 over the 520 metres at Wentworth Park. We had a chat about what it was like taking out the big Group 1 feature with his family trackside, how he got involved in greyhound racing many years ago, and of course, some helpful advice for anyone looking to pick up the lead and collar. I hope you enjoy this episode. Go back, obviously, to last Saturday, and I mean, you know, if you, you couldn't have wrote that script any better, Nengar Lucy just absolutely pinged from box three, and how did you feel? You must, you know, your heart must have just started racing, thinking, oh, look how good she's jumped. Yeah, look, I uh, I, ne- I thought she'd come out all right, because uh, she's a pretty safe beginner, but I never dreamed that she'd come out and loop you know, three or four lengths at the first, you know, the first mark. Yep. Yeah. So when I was going down the back, oh, you're right, the whole heart started, started revving. <laughs> um, and I was trying to control myself until she got to the, the back turn and I just let loose. I started, started yelling and screaming and going yep. on. But, yeah. Yep. Nah. And I mean, 29.59, you know, would you ever expect her to, to run something like that? Obviously, the week before, you know, she sort of um, recorded 30.02 in running second, but, you know, that was a fabulous time to run. It was, yeah. Look, I I blame myself a little bit for the week before because we uh, I've been up at Grafton a couple of weeks longer than Anne, and uh, she, she brought her up here on the Wednesday, and uh, you know it's a ten to twelve hour trip, and then I've put her in the car. She got here Wednesday night, then I've put her in the car on Saturday morning, and drove all the way to Sydney again from Grafton, and I think it just she was a little bit flat because when I got there, she just like she'd gone sour. I thought, gee, you know, she doesn't seem the same. And anyway, she I was, I was disappointed in her run a little bit because yep. she was a forty favourite and the pressure's on you a little bit like that. Yep. And um, anyway, when I went back down the next week, I said, oh, well, we might run a place. If we can run a place, I'll be happy. But she just dragged me into the kennels. I thought, gee, well, you're a different dog this week. And that's exactly how it was. Yep, yep. And there's not much of her either, only 25 kilos, but she certainly yeah. is a little pocket rocket now. Yeah, she is, yeah. She's a little beauty to, to train. Like I said, she's only little. And, and I have feet of big, you know, you know, I give her as much as a dog feet. Yep. And... No, she just doesn't put it on. She keeps the same weight all the time. Yep, yeah. Oh, geez, um, half a luck. I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could too. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously, you know, just to add to the moment, you know, you had uh, you had your little uh, little grandkids there and obviously, you know, they walked out with you to the boxes. That must have been pretty special too. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was really, really special. I... Uh, you know, they were, they were a little bit nervous, but after they walked 10 to 15 metres, you could see the smiles on their faces. And they Look, their mother, um, my daughter, uh, had a dog in the same race. It was um, Miss McGraw. Um, she was favourite, actually. Yep. And uh, she missed the kick. And anyway, uh, 
where they uh, someone give me a video of the boys in the grandstand cheering. They must have just thought, well, um, mum's out of play, so we're here for pop. <laughs> and this is right. Look, I just incredible it was. I just in the jumping up and down and screaming. And then I was walking back from the five twenty boxes up to the post. Here they come, bolting down the track towards. <laughs> it was beautiful. They would forget my life. Yep, they would have said, uh, "Pop our uh, pocket money's increased this week." <laughs> <laughs> No, good. No, the the photos and the video footage was was fabulous, and yeah, just to to see how excited they were and and get them involved. No, it was um it was really really good. What's um what are your plans for it going forward? Now, have you got anything sort of tagged um where you'd like to take a next? Look, I'll be honest with you, I haven't. I've been fairly busy up here at Grafton, and yep. um I thought, well, you know, she's earned a she's been up for a little while, and I wonder whether I might just ease her up a little bit. Uh, I've been saying that I could look at the look at the um, calendar and find a race somewhere for it. I've got nothing planned, mate. Yep, yep. No, fair enough. Um, yourself and Anne, obviously, you know, are having a terrific run this year. Like, I was pretty much standing right in front of you guys when um, when we were waiting for the 7.15 results to come up on the board. And, you know, I could see the look on your face as it was, um, you know, it was, it was agony, really, waiting, <laughs> waiting for that. Three result. minutes of my life. <laughs> Because I thought, well, when it took so long for the photo, well, gee, it's got to be at least a dead heat. Yep. And, um, yeah, no, anyway, I, uh, we didn't get the uh, get the win, so yep. that's, uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, we've yep. all forgotten, you know, a couple of weeks later and we just move on. Yep, yep, that's right. Look, he had, had enough lead to win a Melbourne Cup, but the dog isn't. A genuine stayer. He's he, he gets it if he's out in front and left alone. He'll just get it. Yeah, he's more of a six hundred meter dog. Yeah, and you know, for a dog that was one of the outsiders in that race, I mean, you know, you guys still must have been wrapped with with how he performed, and you know, oh, almost pinched it. Just so proud of the dog. He's a beautiful dog. Um, there's you know all the feral Frankies are. They're beautiful dogs and uh, good natured. You do anything with them. He. Uh, no, he's uh, like part of the family. No, no, look, was uh, was over the moon. Yep. Was the second. Yep. I I've, have been keen to ask you, where did the Nanga, or, you know, it's been a prefix and a suffix, but it's it's mostly yep. known now as a prefix. Where did that name come from? Well, we used to have the fancy line. It was all, you know, like a prefix. And um, we decided to change it. And there's a um, national park out there behind us and it's called Nenga Park or Nenga National Park and it's got a real long mountain range and they do call it the Nenga Park Mountain Range and oh. apparently it's an Aboriginal word for long mountain range. Yeah, so, right. So I thought, well, I'm going to name my dog that and just come out of the blue. Yep. There's nothing particularly behind it. Nope. Yep. Yeah, nice. And, I mean, you know, it, it's just a name that's become – you know, synonymous with, with ground racing participants, you know, especially like, you know, the sensational producer, Little Nangar. I mean, you know, yeah, like we were saying before, you said, oh, you know, don't ask me about the names and that of them and that's okay because I probably wouldn't know them all either. But, you know, you've yeah, only yeah. got to look at a record and what she's thrown and, yeah, amazing. Fantastic little producer. She's only little too. You know, people used to say, oh, you can't breed out of little bitches, but she was another one, so only little. You know, I think 26 kilos or something. Gee, she's throwing some good dogs. 
Oh, 100%. 100%. Yep. No, definitely. How, um, take me back to the start. Where did it all start for you in Greyhound Racing? Like, obviously, you know, you, you've been involved for a long time, and I'm not saying you're old, you, you're experienced. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely not old. <laughs> but, yeah, how did you get involved to start with? Well, I was a concreter for 22 years, and a friend of mine, uh, his father used to have greyhounds, and um, he decided, how about we buy a dog? Anyway, we bought a, he bought a bitch and I bought a dog and we used to train them together and we won a few races, you know. We thought, oh, geez, they're good dogs, but really they're only ordinary when you look back at them. Yep. <laughs> and, and then um, I think we got a couple of others together and you know, we, had, we had a lot of fun, you know. Um, but it was just fun. That's all. It wasn't uh, nothing serious. And um, when I met my wife, Anne, I met her at the Orange Greyhounds. 47 years ago. Oh, wow. And, um, <laughs> yeah, their, their family was really into the dogs. Um, Bill Miller was a very, very good breeder, very wise man. And, um, you know, if anyone ever asked me, uh, where did you learn your breeding, your rearing of your dogs? Well, it was from him. He, uh, he was very good. He had one of his dogs were called Go Cup. He was a champion back in his day. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, we, um, yeah, that's how, how, how it started. I met her, and then um, after five or six years, uh, you know, we got, well, like, you know, we were married, and then um, we bred a litter, and they were pretty good handy dogs of, of the day. And then uh, I ended up buying uh, Kudal um, Greyhound Education Centre off a bloke named Bryce Stuckey. And we ended up going out there, and that's when we got it into into a lot bigger way in the breeding. Yep, yep, yeah. How did how did you enjoy that? Because it obviously turned into a, a break in you know slash education centre. And yeah, did you enjoy that side of it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, it does stress you? Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of stress and whatnot in it, but yep. you learn to ha- handle that after a while. Well, you've got it. Um, yeah, but uh, look, I. I really um, like breeding the dogs and racing. That got me off the property on the you know Saturday or, or Friday, and I, you know it was just like a holiday getting away from the place. You yeah. know. <laughs> um, but no, no, I enjoyed it. Yep, yep. And now, obviously, um, you know, you've sort of passed it on, and uh, Chris and Sandra sort of operate that side yep. of things now. Uh, they, yep, yep. They've been doing it since uh, two thousand sixteen. Yep. And um, no, they're going really good. You know, and they've actually branched off into the brooding side of it. Well, now they're going good. Yep. Yeah, nice, nice. You've probably seen a, a heck of a lot of good dogs come through that place. Are there any, oh, yeah. any you know, yeah. in particular you could touch on that people might, oh, might yeah. know? You're testing me. You're remembering now. Um, go Wild Teddy was one. Oh, Where's wow. Pedro? Yeah. Uh, where's Pedro and uh, what his brother was? Uh, where's Pedro? I can't think of it now. There's a few of them, a few lockets we broke in. Yep. But no, there was a lot of good dogs. I guess, look, my memory, I can't remember yep. far back as I used to be on it, but it was, you know, we, had a, we had a good record of breaking in a lot of good dogs back then. And, you know, could you just tell that, you know, I know obviously, you know, still very young and, you know, they've obviously got a long way to go and have to put it together on the track, but can you just tell when a good dog used to come through? Yes, yeah, yeah. you can tell. They um, they break in good, you know. The dogs that um, break in ordinary, 
Gee, I tell you what, I haven't seen too many um, turn out top notches. Yeah. It's uh, the good dogs breaking good. Yep. Yep. You sort of know from the start. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the real good ones break in really good, run good time, do everything right. Yep. Yep. No, definitely. Going back to obviously, you, you know, you said you've you've learned a lot about, you know, the industry and, and that sort of thing from your mentor. Is there any, you know, one or two pieces of advice, you know, you could just touch on that you know, have really helped, you know, yourself and Anne, you know, be as successful as you are? Well, look, you know, it's if you're going to buy a pup, buy, make sure it's well-bred, the dam line's really good. Then it's got to go through the process of being reared. You've got to have plenty of galloping and plenty of good food. Yep. But um, I think the number one thing is breeding. Yep, yep. Yeah, but if you're going to breed a litter, make sure your bitches, you know, well-bred, um, could run. I, I, I think they've got to be able to run um, and have a very good, strong dam one. And, you know, that's you're halfway there. As long as you do the rest properly, like... Um, bear them and just look after them, do the right thing by them, yeah, they'll turn out all right for Yep, yep. And just finally, like obviously, you know, I'm sure you're still floating on cloud nine after last week, but have you had a chance to sort of think, oh, geez, you know, I'd love to win this race next? Oh, gee, I think everyone'd love to win a golden history. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, that'd be a dream, yep. Yep, yeah, no, oh, for yeah. sure. I sold a, uh, a bitch to a fella um, and um, he bred strike alike out of her. She was a, a maiden. She broke down pretty bad um, in a race and I had her for 12 months and was going to breed out of her and um, he approached me and he said, um, could he buy her? I said, yeah, okay. Anyway, first litter strike alike won the Golden Easter oh, So that's wow. as close as I've ever got to win the Golden Easter <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I was lucky enough to hold the trophy at this year's one. That's pretty much the closest I've ever gotten. <laughs> oh, what are you getting there? Yeah, they had to pry it out of my hands. They said, no, you can't take it home. I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, you you got to dare to dream. Like you said, you know, you were never expecting Lucy to come out like she did and look what happened. No, look, I can, um, you know, most probably people um, looking at it and say, gee, you know, he going up there to Grafton and um, and he must have planned that to go down there and have a go at that. It was no further from the truth. Yep. I brought her up here to Grafton. I trialled her twice, and I, which I thought she'd go real good because she won a dubbo the week before in 29.47. And uh, she, I said, put her around twice, she won 25.7. Both guys I like, jeez. No, there was a race on a Dubbo and Anne was going back home. She was here for a week and then went back home. And I said, you better take her home. She's not going to win a race here. And uh, she put her in a heat and final at Dubbo, a fifth grade heat and final, and she won them both and run 29.40-something. And I said, oh, well, um, we nominated Nengar Larry for the uh, Vic Peters. Um, we nominated on the Sunday or something like that. We're sitting around the campfire here at Grafton and we're talking and he said, well, yeah, you should have put um, Lucy in. I said, oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, righto. That was about um, 
around half past seven in the morning the, the, the day the norms closed. You're kidding. So, yeah, and that's how she oh. ended up burning it. Oh, my God. So, so Anne will be expecting quite a nice present then for basically <laughs> tucking you into it. <laughs> oh, that's a, it's amazing how things like that happen. Yeah, look, it is. You know, look, I, we wasn't, she was lucky to even be nominated for it. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. Amazing. Is is her, you know, is there any sort of, outside of her and Nengar Rocket, who we've already spoken about, is there any sort of ones in your current kennel that, you know, you think all, are going to turn out pretty handy. Obviously, they're all handy, but, yeah, who yeah. might take that next step? Look, I've got a bitch here. I, I had a scratcher from um, the races last night. She came on Susan called Nengar Gypsy. She, she's doing everything you'd like of a good dog. Okay, yep. So as long as she can go to the next level, you, you know. Yep. She, uh, she won a maiden here in 25-19, which is going good. Yep. But... Um, yeah, I like her. I like Nengo Larry. He, he's a little bit over the top. Um, I think if he settles down a bit, he'd be a real good dog. Yep. Nah, excellent. Oh, well, yeah. sounds like you've got a few Easter egg cha uh, chances coming up for next year. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll see what happens between now and then. Oh, well, I mean, what, what is there? There's an MDC and all that sort of stuff to come yet anyway, so you never know. <laughs> uh, we can only dream, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So you must be incredibly proud that, you know, and happy, um, mind you, that all your kids, you know, are, are involved in greyhound racing because, you know, like we were touching on before with your grandkids, you know, meeting you up the track at Wenny last week, it is very much a family, you know, a family thing. And, yeah, you must be wrapped to have all your kids involved. Can you, um, can you just explain, you know, um, their involvement and, you know, what their plans are? Yeah, no, look, um, like I said, Santa and Chris have... Um taken over the breaking in established and they've they've got a few yards they're rearing their own in and my other daughter tracy and um and her partner jason they've just only um just finished setting up a um a, a breeding um property yeah and um they've done it absolutely perfect it's a credit to them um and they're going to breed a few litters and i think they're also going to rear um, some litters for different people as well. Yep. So, yeah, no, nice. very proud of the both of them and, uh, yeah, very, very happy. Yeah, nice. And you'll be happy to take any fast ones that they've got to train? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be silly yeah. to say no. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it will obviously, you know, be nice that, you know, they can sort of, you know, carry on what yourself and Anne have established and, you know, hopefully one day you're watching them, you know, win a group one like you did last week. Yeah, yes. Well, um, Sandra and Chris um, won the um, Big Grafton Maiden here last night. It was um, one Yes, they, they did. They Very exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was, a, it was great to watch, I'll tell you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Greyhound Girl podcast and for your ongoing support of not only this podcast but of Greyhound Racing in general. Remember, you can follow Dimity at the Greyhound Girl on Facebook.